Wake up and be amazing. Grab your Daily Danish. I'm Trainer Dane, where my mission is to educate, motivate, and empower you to create the life you love by creating your future without excuses. No more I don't have time. No more I don't have money. No more I'm not smart enough. No more I'm not pretty enough. No more excuses. If you're ready to dream big, dream often, dream out loud, and never waste a heartbeat, you are in the right place. It is time to create your future without excuses. All right, in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to create the life you love, take actionable steps from your family to your home, to your career, to your health, to your children. So get excited, grab a pen and paper, stop what you're doing, and dig in. Because today is the beginning of creating the life you love without excuses. I'm excited. I am Trainer Dane, and together we are going to create your future without excuses. What do you want? Seriously, what do you want? Have you designed a life plan for your life? What does it look like? Where are you going? And how are you going to get there? Having a life plan brings you focus and determination in your life. After all, if you're looking at your life plan every once in a while, you'll probably be successful every once in a while. But what if you design a plan, create a plan, take an action plan with simple steps? where you can clearly see your vision, your vivid vision. Where are you gonna go? You'll wake up excited, exhilarated, stimulated, and look forward to every day in your life. How awesome would that be? Today I wanna ask you some questions. Today's podcast is all about action steps. Today's action is about creating the life you love. So let's talk and let's start with your home life. We're gonna jump right in, there's no There's no window dressing. There's no fat to trim today. It is about digging in and thinking. So if you're driving, just listen and ponder. If you're sitting at home, grab pen, paper, Sharpie, crayon, magic marker. Use your notes on your phone. But I want you to take action. And at the end of this, I'd love you to send it to me so I can help you stay accountable to your dreams and creating the life you love. You send it at dane at daneboyle.com. So here are three things I want you to think about when it comes to home. Do you live where you want to? Do you want to live in a home, a house, a condo? What does the dwelling you live in look like? Does that home reflect who you are, what you are, and where you're going? What is your desired location to live? Do you want to live in the beach? Do you want to live in the mountains? Do you want to live in an urban area? Do you want to live in a condo? Do you want to live in a city? Do you want to live in the country? Where do you want to live? I think especially in today's world with greater bandwidth, we've learned after the world shut down, but our dreams and hopes didn't. During quarantine, for many of us, you get to choose exactly where you live and design and create the life you love. What does a space look like in those homes? What does it look like? Does it 
create a feeling of warmth, of joy, of happiness, of the vision that you'll want to be in every day, I want to challenge you to write or list three to five steps of how you'll get and achieve where you want to live, what the dwelling looks like, and what the space looks like. City, country, mountains, beach, urban. Where are you and where are you going? So that's one. What does your home environment look like? Where is it? And how are you going to create it? What about your career? What about your workspace? Are you working in the career you will end your life with? Is it fulfilling? Is it satisfying? Is it paying the bills? Is it paying the debt? Is it sending your kids to school? Do you have a clear plan for your future and your future work? Have you thought about it? Have you ever given it much thought? Or do you clock in, clock out, and live for Friday? There's nothing wrong with any of that. And paying your bills and taking care of the kids and putting gas in the car and food on the table and your one-week vacation. But is, does your current career provide you with joy and happiness and stimulation? And if it does, do you want to move up the food chain? Do you want to be the boss? Do you want to own a company similar to that? What's going to create a career that leaves a legacy for you and builds you independence and wealth? If it's not the job you're looking for, what job do you want? How can you create your job? Can you work your current job, create another job that eventually becomes your full-time job? That's what I've done. I'd love to know what yours is, what you want, how you're gonna get there. So I challenge you to take this three to five steps about your career. Are you happy and content? Good, then thrive there. Do you wanna get a promotion? Good, then how are you gonna get a promotion? How are you gonna show up every day? How are you gonna prove your worth? How are you gonna take command? How are you gonna volunteer for projects? and list three to five steps to achieve your career dreams and goals. And they're not your, they're not my goals, they're not my dreams, they're not your wife's, they're not your aunt's, your uncle's, or your daddy's. What do you want and how will you create your dreams? Take a quick sip of water and I want you to think, we talked about home, we talked about careers, we talked about action steps. I'll go back and share a story as maybe you're thinking, several years ago, I, I uh, left a career that was lucrative. It was gratifying and satisfying for a while, but I just felt like I outgrew it. Um, and I had a lot of autonomy. I could have gone in every day and kind of done my thing. I even I used to run. I used to cycle during work hours because my staff was doing great things. I got to be the figurehead because I created a great staff, but I wasn't challenged anymore. I didn't have a vivid vision for what that future was going to look like. I ended up leaving that, that position, took another position that really I went because there was a potential for more money than I ever made before. It was still in hospital-based wellness. It was still leading people. It was still guiding uh, what I was hoping was community health and wellness. But my heart and soul just wasn't in anymore. I was felt like I was chasing the dollar and there, I'm never gonna apologize for wanting to make money, neither should you. Never apologize for what your worth is when you, you're offering a product and you're solving somebody's problems and what your value and worth is. But I couldn't be in it just for the money. I'm a bigger vision guy, I'm a bitter, bigger community guy. I wanted to make a bigger impact 
outside of my home. And my wife had a conference in Miami and I had some PTO to burn because it was use it or lose it. She said, hey, do you want to go? I've got per diem, I've got a hotel. We just have to pay for the plane ticket. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. Hadn't been to Miami in years. So I, I would take her, get up in the morning, have coffee, take her to the conference. And then I had all day while she was learning. And I found a local coffee shop. I sat there and I just looked around and looked at the people and I just started pondering and contemplating and talking to God and my dad, who I lost several years ago, talking to my dad, asking for guidance and what should I do and how can I leave a legacy and how can I make an impact? And they said, well, number one, you got to quit that job. You got to quit the job. I didn't have an answer of what was coming next. I had saved a little bit of money and I knew that we could survive three to six months depending on how frugal we were. I picked my wife Tanya up that afternoon. I jumped out of the car with a little spring in my step, jumped around, opened the door, which I still do most days, by the way, at least open the door for when we're going out. She looked at me with a smile after she gave me a kiss. She said, I haven't seen that smile in a long time. I said, yeah, baby, I'm gonna resign. Cause you know, when you're the boss, you don't quit, you just resign. And she's like, can we afford it? I'm like, hell no, we can't afford it. Cause what are we gonna do? I said, I'm not afraid to work. I can tend bar, I can dig a ditch, I can mow a lawn. I can work at the largest gas station in Texas, which is right in my hometown. Wasn't built yet. Long story short, haven't looked back. It was 2014, been building, dreaming, building a life coaching, personal training, community, physical training business. Every day, every day, every day since. Has it been hard? Absolutely. Did I think it'd be easier? Absolutely. Would I change it for the world? I would not. But now, in that time, I know that my mission is to educate, motivate, empower you to create the life you love. Just my short story, but I went from a career that was paying me well, making an impact, but just wasn't filling my soul. And I just want to challenge you to find a career or make your career one that fills your soul too. All right, stand up real quick. Shake it out. Let's talk about love, relationships, and family. Are you currently in a healthy relationship, a satisfying relationship? Are you happy about it? Is it fulfilling your emotional needs? What's your family situation like? Do you provide the type of parenting that you want to? Are you the parent that you want to be? Now, none of this is to be negative. It's just to think about where you are, what you're doing, and where you want to go. And are you doing it well? Could you do it better? Are you spending adequate time with your family? When I was growing up, we had family nights. My dad went to medical school when I was in third grade. And up until then, he was white collar, pharmaceutical rep. You know, we did Little League um, way before it was as many nights as it is now. We, we would go, we would watch Saturday morning cartoons. And back then we ate Oreos and drank whole milk and it was quality time with dad. But when he was busy or working three jobs, and the family time was getting neglected, he knew at least at the beginning of that career in medical school that Friday nights he'd be home, we had game night, family night, and we hung out, we got to know each other until time just ran away. But in your current relationship, your love life, what do you love about it? What would you like to change about it? And how are you willing to work on it? So early, early on in one of the podcasts, before I, I relaunched the podcast now called, the one you're listening to now is Create Your Future Without Excuses, 
I did a whole podcast on the three non-negotiables. I can drop those in the show, that link in the show notes. And one of my non-negotiables is my spouse, my wife, Tanya, because I always tell her I didn't get married again to get married again. So if you haven't read the book, The Five Love Languages, I highly recommend that you do that. And Tanya's love language is acts of service. So if I can do things without being asked to make the household better, to do things that make her happier without being asked, and I know I'm serving her. Am I perfect? No. Will I ever be perfect? No. Will I stop trying? No. Do I make her coffee almost every single day before I leave the house? Absolutely. Do I leave little notes by her coffee or in a lunch? Absolutely. Just little tokens to tell her that I love her and that I want to be here with her the rest of my days. So what are you doing to build that relationship? How are you growing that relationship? What are three to five steps that you could do to build that relationship? So I told you, like Tanya is one of my non-negotiables. Pouring into her is one of my non-negotiables. Quality time is my love language. So I want to spend time with her. I want to serve her by doing things for her. As simple as making coffee, making her lunch. So even last night, before this podcast is being aired, I sat in the kitchen, had some country tunes on, and made her five days worth of lunches that she could grab and go with a quality protein, starch, and to be honest with you, I realized this morning I forgot to put the veggie in her lunches. So sometime today, I'll add some vegetables to her lunch. But a little silly, and even if you make the mistakes, it's the trying that's important. What do you want to do with your family? Do you have your children young and at home? Are they adult children? What kind of relationship do you want to have with them? I try to work on that and, re and rekindle my relationship with my adult children all the time, constantly working on being the adult dad or dad of adult children. What do I want with that? How am I going to do it? All it's as simple as sending a text, picking up the phone, phone call, having the kids over, going up to see the kids. Um, I don't, at this point, as you listen to this, have the best relationship with my two adult sons, but I'm working on them, and I have um, a lunch date with my son coming up real soon. It's going to be super, super important and special to continue to work on rekindling those relationships or just things in life have happened. Um, and you can either quit on them and say that's the way it is, but if it's important to you, you will work on it to your dying breath. What kind of relationship do you have with your mom, dad, siblings? What do you want it to look like? At the end of the day, I believe you get to create the life you want, but you've got to put in the work. What are your expectations? What do you want it to look like? If you're looking for Ozzy and Harriet of the 50s, I think you'll ultimately fail. If you think you can create it, man, go create it. But ultimately, what I want for my sisters, for my mom, for my wife, for my kids, for my stepkids, for my grandkids, is them to have the most amazing life they can have. To experience as little pain and discomfort as they can, but if they do, they're gonna embrace it and be better for it. And be there for them with a guiding word, with a hug, with a tissue for a tear. And know that life is a four-letter word. And to make sure that you take joy in the ordinary every single day every single day. What about your friends? Now, today's podcast is a little broader, like it's a little deeper, but the next podcast is gonna be about your vivid vision. So you're gonna take all these things that you're talking about today from your family life, from your home, from your career, from your friends, and we're gonna dwindle them down to five Fs. But now I want you to think broad, think big, think grandiose, think macro, then we'll think micro, and then we're gonna put it into action. Do you want... 5,000 friends on Facebook? Or do you want one, two, three, five really deep, heartfelt relationships with people 
that would be there every minute of the day to help you, encourage you, support you, rain or shine, hot or cold, wealthy or poor. How do you choose your friends? Would you choose your current friends all over again? Are they serving you in a positive light? What do you get from them? Do they take more than they give? Is it a symbiotic relationship? What does that relationship look like? If you haven't talked to them in six months and you pick up the phone, do you feel like you've never missed a beat? What does it look like? With your friends, do you learn, laugh, share, cry? And how can you level up that relationship? I got a text yesterday. Actually, I'm going to read it. So give me just a moment. It's kind of impromptu. I hadn't thought about that until I started talking right here. But it just says, I just wanted you to know that you've been a huge encouragement in my life and a big place of stability in my life. I really do appreciate you more than you will ever know. So that little note to me just made me smile, filled my heart with joy. And that's what I'll often tell you. And your trainer challenge has been on the podcast is to text somebody today, tell them you're thinking about them and expect nothing return. And that's exactly how that text came to me yesterday. So that's your challenge now about your friends. I want you to pick one of them and tell them you're thinking of them today. But are you satisfied with your relationship? And if you are, why? Have you ever thought deeper, dug deeper, thought deeper? Or is it superficial? I'm going to challenge you to go deeper. I'm going to challenge myself with my friends to go deeper. Know more about them. How, where'd they grow up? How'd they grow up? How'd they get the career? What about their kids? What about their spouse? What about their divorce? Right? What about it? What makes them tick? What makes them smile? It's not just about laughter at the barbecue pit, but the laughter at the barbecue pit is deeper, more personal, when you know more about people. But you've got to take, you've got to be active. You've got to take, you've got to make it purposeful. If you just wake up and you just see your friends randomly and you don't pour into them, and they don't pour into you, then you're only going to get out what you put in. We're gonna make this so much easier in a few weeks, but I, I wanted to make it big and broad so that you could just start to pick big brush strokes, right? You've got this big canvas of life. You've got all the colors on the color wheel. You've got big paintbrushes, little paintbrushes. You've got all kinds of different ways to do it. And what can you think? But I want you to write it down so then we can dwindle it down and we can really say where we we're gonna be or where you're gonna be. Where do you wanna be in your health? What is your health like? I truly believe that for most of us, the first 40 years of life, unless you get a catastrophic disease, it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and you can go after it, and your body's going to heal, and you get, get to do what you want to do. But I want you to take a hard look. Are you between 40 and 60 or older? Are you, do you have friends and family that are over 40, 40 to 60 and over? What's their quality of life? Can they move? Can they run? Can they jump? Can they get out of the chair? Can they get in the truck? Can they to play with their grandkids? They can climb a mountain. What's their pile of meds look like? How many doctor's appointments have they had? How many surgeries have they had? How much of that can be prevented by living healthier life, a more active life? What is your physical condition? On a scale of one to 10, one being just completely out of shape, out of breath, every moment, every day, and 10 being in the most optical physical shape you could be in, you could run for an eternity, you could lift as heavy as you want, you do anything you want with, regardless of your physical health. Did you think you would look and feel like you do now at the age that you are now? Are you pleased with it? And then how do you take care of yourself? Your body is for life. You only get one of them. Another one of my non-negotiable, I talked about one earlier, and that was Tanya, my wife is my health. 
Because I know with my health, anything is possible. I've begun a morning, begun a morning routine where I'm exercising live virtually through Camp Gladiator, which I am a franchise owner, at 4 a.m., right in my virtual studio. And I don't know why it took me so long, but I'm human just like you. I get up at 3.20 to 3.30 every day, Monday through Friday. I meditate, I pray, I read, I drink coffee, and I take care of my dogs. But I gave myself so much levity and so much extra time that I, could, I was just sitting on the couch. Maybe I was reading more. Maybe I was scrolling through Facebook or Instagram and maybe ultimately wasting those valuable moments. And I thought, you know what? I can still get up at 3.20. It still gives me almost 40 minutes to read, meditate, take care of the dogs, drink my first cup of coffee, put on my shoes, and start to work out. So right here and on the podcast, and I've got several accountability partners, just like I encourage you to have them, is I'm going to work out Monday through Friday at 4 a.m. Now, I'll be flexible. If I've got an appointment, I've got to drive, I've got to go somewhere. Even on vacation, I'm going to figure out a way to move. But right now, I'm going to work out the week this comes out, Monday through Friday at 4 a.m. I'll fill you in next week on how that goes. When you're physically healthy, do you think you're going to handle emotional issues better? Can you resolve old psychological issues? What does your health look like emotionally, physically, and spiritually? Take a list, three to five things. I feel good about my physical health because A, B, and C. I'd like to improve my physical health, A, B, C. I'd like to be stronger emotionally, A, B, C, and the steps I can do to overcome them are A, B, C. What are they gonna be? How are you gonna take action? So today's all about taking action, right? Think about that. It's all about taking action from home to relationships, to family, to your health. What do you want? Where do you want to go? How do you want to get there? So I'll share again how I start my day to set myself on positive mindset. Mindset. So I don't hit the snooze button. I get up at 3.20. It goes off. I put my feet on the floor, find my flip-flops usually, throw on my ball cap, grab my glasses, use the little boy's room. Dogs already know it's time to get up. I let them out first. Coffee's already brewing. Because I make my coffee the night before for my future self. What do you do the night before for your future self? I set the alarm for my future self. I set my shoes out for my future self. I do that also so I'm not going through my, the drawers um, and, and waking Tanya up at 3.20. Because I may choose to do that, but she doesn't. Then I'm going to exercise, cool down. I won't have time to take a shower before I leave my first in-person or virtual fitness camp, change my shirt, change my socks, and I start my day. Then I share my mindset with as many people as I can, share my mission to educate, motivate, and empower them, constantly looking at my health, my career, my family, my friendships, my home life. Am I pouring into them the way that I said I would or think I would or should? And if I'm not, how can I make it better? For me, creating the life you love is in your hands. It doesn't mean you're not often dealt crap. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get punched in the throat. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard and challenging. It doesn't mean any of those things. What it means is you have a guiding light. So one of my non-negotiables, and for many it'll be God, and I just use that as a mulligan in that I've like God's given in my life every day anyway. So he's going to guide me or the entity is going to guide me in my direction, which I already said is my health, my mission, 
my, I didn't say my mission earlier. So I said my health, my wife, and the last is my mission. So each and every day I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna share that I wanna educate, motivate, and empower you to create the life you love. Ask you to join me in my private life coaching community or one-on-one -on -one coaching. And there are more, there'll be more opportunities coming soon and some things that are coming down the pipeline. But for now, I just want you to listen. I want you to take action. And I really wanna challenge you. I really wanna challenge you to send me where you are, where you're going in your life, when you're creating your life plan in your home, in your home, your career, your family, your friends, and your health. And I promise you, I'm gonna make it even easier. So stay tuned next week for the five Fs where we're gonna take everything you've done this week and put it into a vivid vision for the next three years. The five Fs in your family, in your family, in your friends, your fitness, your finances, and your faith. Makes it a little easier, but for now, think big, think broad, get after it. Create the life you love. Take joy in the ordinary. Never waste the heartbeat. Embrace the crap. Remember, today is your tomorrow. Remember, goal-oriented people find ways. Never, ever waste a heartbeat because you're never guaranteed another one. I said earlier, and I've said this challenge before, and maybe it'll be the challenge forever. That's always how we end the podcast as we grow this podcast and where it's going to go. But your challenge today, you actually have two of them. One is to listen or re-listen to the podcast, listen to the action steps, take pen to paper or email. Where are you, where are you, where are you, and where you're gonna go? And where, actually, it's where were you, where are you, and where you're gonna go? And then send them to me. And then as soon as this is done, as soon as you're done, pick up your phone, text somebody, and just let them know that you're thinking of them and never assume they know. Go be amazing. See you next week. So we'll work on together creating and painting your vivid vision for the next three years. Join me, Trainer Dane. What's the best that can happen? Thank you for waking up and being amazed with me, Trainer Dane, and listening to Create Your Future Without Excuses. Please subscribe today wherever you get your podcast fixed, whether it's in the car on your run, or in front of the television. Be sure to leave a review to tell others how much you enjoy the show and help them create their futures without excuses. Now, go be amazing. Hey, before you click stop, don't go anywhere. Let's connect. You can find me, Trainer Dane, on Facebook, and Instagram, I am the only Trainer Dane. You can also learn more about who I am, what I do, and how to create your future without excuses at trainerdane.com. Let's connect. What's the best that can happen?